Good morning and welcome to Coffee and Convo Live with Ari and Chosen. Special What's guest, Get it. That's right. I'm sipping on this coffee, black with honey. <laughs> and it's a good day, despite any type of things that may try to work against you. But we're going to make it happen today. You know what I'm saying? That's that's exactly what's going to happen. We're going to make it happen today. <laughs> Good morning, y'all. Y'all just tune in. I guess we'll wait for a few more people to get in here. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Well, because today we, we are start on time. time. Yeah, we, we, we started on time. That don't, you yeah. know, hey, come in when you come in. We, we mm -hmm. still here. We're still, yeah, we'll still oh. be here. <laughs> Today we're talking about emotional control. Last week we wrapped up relationship goals the right way. Um, since we touched a lot on relationships, uh, friendship, relationship-wise, you know, intimate relationships, we decided yep. to go into emotional control. Um, as I stated earlier, some relationships are, most relationships end due to emotions. So, chosen. Huh? Recap for us and take us in. Emotions make you cry sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So, as y'all already know, if y'all been tuning into the show, we've been had a. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I guess I'll do a, a good recap. Okay. So yes. we went from we went from intentional deception unintentional deception talked about how you could be fooled yourself thinking about all types of stuff to make you, for you to fool other people for your benefit then we went into them consequences and repercussions of them actions mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so all of those tie into how you're doing your relationship goes the wrong way and that's mm -hmm. what we were talking about for the last two Sundays, we did a two-part for relationship. Three-part. Three three. Excuse me. We did three <laughs> parts for relationship goals the right way. And we touched on, you know, I touched on, we all touched on, um, you know, how, uh, excuse me, let me sit real quick. <laughs> you know, we all touched on how we were doing it wrong, you know, and I touched on how being in the friend crate, in the beginning of an encounter with another person is a good thing versus trying to kick your game and see what you're finna get, putting up for size, having people deal with your ass for two years and then you <laughs> now you decide that you finally want to show them the real you. And then when they say, oh man, you've changed. We've outgrown each other. You don't feel like you outgrew, you got comfortable and put the you you out there when you showed them the, the 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 fake you and now it's problem so that's what we was going at now moving into this week it's emotional control that has a lot to do with emotional control because i don't know about nobody else but i know when i get duped bamboozled and gotta deal with the haberdashery <laughs> my emotions can get a little out of control but with the right amount of practice and meditation. Practice and meditation, hon. This is where we need to have a cool down period after a breakup. When we need, when we need the woo-sah. 
Woosah. <laughs> okay. Let, when you let's need go. a spirit bomb. Let, let's go right into that. Um, that cool down period because this is this is where a, a lot of our emotions, our emotions are already out of control. And this mm -hmm. cool down period is where we spend a lot of time um, close, putting up walls and closing off mm -hmm. from people. This is where we sit back and normally try and reinvent things, event yourself. Um, <clears throat> emotional control is supposed to help us with our decision making the right way. Hold However, on, Good morning, Jarrell. That's how I first get up here. I want to make sure I acknowledge uh, acknowledge the people up here. Good morning. He say, what's up, people? So we can Good morning, Jarrell. Morning. Good morning to my brother, Jarrell. Yeah. All right. Friend emotions are not the same as lovers' emotions. Good, good friends doesn't mean good lovers. He always coming in with something good, but that that is... <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely correct. Um, however, emotions are emotions, and we are going to address it from emotional control, period. Um, something you'll be able to take everywhere. Um, if you saw last week when we had guest Nation Guyton talking about um, the different ships that we'll have in our, our one journey, in our life's journey, he said that... <clears throat> Uh, and I'm a paraphrase here. When you walk into a person's life, your first question should be, how can I better this person? Mm -hmm. Okay. That is the thing we're going to run with. You want to know, you want to be sure that you're going to bring, breathe life into this person, whether it be a friend, a lover, coworker, uh, or even a stranger on the street. Emotions are used daily, <laughs> daily. The, I, I wanted to touch on the relationship part first because we just wrapped up relationship goes the right way um but everything we say you can pretty much take it like i said daily every daily interactions so when i was i was stating when we go into that cool off period this is where we normally sit back and replay what happened what broke things down uh you should be replaying why you feel the way you do without blame of the other party, <laughs> why you feel the way you do, and what you can do to uh, address these emotions, deal with these emotions. So basically, take a look at the impact of the emotion, okay, and try to take something good out of it to move forward. And a lot of instances we normally put up walls on how we deal with people uh that's where those trust issues come in at you don't want you don't trust anyone it's from a woman's perspective baby anyone that approaches <laughs> you know i'm gonna laugh at that babe cause... i know but <laughs> baby you from a woman perspective, it becomes hard to deal with any anyone that approaches, especially when a man approaches you after being hurt. Okay, whether it be from a friendship or relationship, we lose friends too. Um, Frederick's very good at saying "cut slings, cut slings," and it sounds cold-hearted. It does, but you have to. You're that's right, essential. You're it's essential. You're right, Drill. Drill says emotions can be offensive or defensive. Frederick, please address that. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at a belt sander. Uh, <laughs> well, the thing about your emotions is people forget. Your emotions change with time, and they change when you cool off. So if you want to control your emotions, the best thing you can do is tell yourself the truth. What most people do is start lying to themselves to build on that emotion because they want the anger. They, they want the jealousy. They want all of these things so they can feel alive. Because when you don't really show your emotions, people think that they're not as alive as they should be. That's why so many people want drama. Because it, to them, feeling something is better than feeling nothing. Did I even get caught with that? Mm. Feeling something is better than feeling nothing. So, so let's see. I guess we can say um, with that, when you when you are hurt, when you lose a friend, or a best friend, a close friend you've known for years, and y'all had a falling out or what what have you, um, it's kind of leaving us empty. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah. I mean, you can no longer call that person because you just got up, got through arguing with that person. And most of the time, what I'll do, because I practice a lot of emotional restraint, mm. so I'll sit there and I'll throw it out of my mind for a while. Then I'll come back to it, relive the whole entire conversation, and see where I might have given the wrong impression or something like that, figure out if I was the one that was in error. Or in a lot of cases, as you get older, you can stop these misunderstandings and blow-ups before they happen. But that takes You're practice. Jarrell says they are emotionally charged with negativity. I think let let's be honest. Most of us do feel off and of, feed off of negativity. Is that what you're saying? Well, uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's the whole thing is that's why people feel alive. When someone tells you something positive, you're like, yeah, right. Not in my life. So it's the negative stuff that gets you going because that's something you can identify with. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Chosen? Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a balance, man, that you have to have. And most of us are, you know, it's a constant struggle to maintain that balance. Number one, you ain't perfect. And, you know, you make mistakes. And like you said earlier, when you were talking about how, uh, let me see if I can catch this before the train of thought leaves the station. When, you know, about keeping your emotions in check, most people thrive off of negativity. It's, that some sometimes that, that that balance is off and you gotta ask yourself, especially nowadays, things start happening. Like Frederick said, like when you had this misunderstanding or this disagreement and um this disagreement with somebody and, and you and you know, what do most people do, especially nowadays when they've had like this this uh misunderstanding? Most people vent. Now that you have social media and Facebook, you you have people that show their emotions now you can actually see what people is saying like now i can actually see what you're saying because you'll be thumbing down your timeline now stay with me real quick you'll be thumbing down your timeline and then you'll see some stuff be like this month this motherfucker feels some type of way because all i said was hulk was stronger than wolverine you know what i'm saying it's like okay do you like okay wait a minute where did that come from like Hold up, then it coerces you to get in their inbox to be like, everything okay? That was them having one of them emotional eruptions or something. You know, I, I, I could have went into something different, but they call I, mean, that I just used that. So, you know, how, what'd you say? They call that getting triggered. 
Oh, that, okay, that's what I was looking. You know, you trigger. You know, when when some people have that that trigger, and then it ca it causes them to put something out there, and it really that's like in, in most cases it's a cry for it, it's a cry for help. It's a cry for or, or it's, a, it's 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 the bat signal saying, "Hey, come here, let me let you see my side, so we can so I can let you see where I was right." Because sometimes when people had them arguments, they put them. Or, or like you might see somebody post some like just out of the blue 15 year friendship down the drain like mm -hmm. and if you know that person it's like oh shoot then all the comments start blowing up oh shoot, okay your emotions got triggered something happened and you put it out there so you could probably get some answers so that maybe somebody can see so that somebody can come to your rescue hear your side of the story and 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 then you Try to figure out either where they went wrong, if they're going to side with you, and depending on the type of person that you are, like you said, Ari, and like you said, Frederick, they, at one point in time, they didn't tell, they they still trying to rationalize with themselves if they've told themselves the truth. Now, if they've told themselves the truth, chances are you're not going to see a post like that, or you're not going to, or, or they're going to have a better chance at suppressing those emotions if they've told themselves the truth. But if they looking for somebody to sign for them, you'll see that type of stuff out there, and here go the uh, here, here, here go the here go the drama. Take the emotion out, take the emotion out of it. But you can't take the emotion out of it because you deal with emotions daily. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's this phrase, feeling some type of way. Where did that come from? Does anyone know where that come from? It's two of them. That can't feeling some type of way came from a song. <laughs> That came that feeling some type of way that came from a song. Okay. Yeah, and and everybody started saying that. <laughs> but it's still vague. Okay, feeling some type of way is that happy, joyous, melancholy, what? <laughs> <laughs> Jarrell has a comment. Curse words carry powerful emotions. Okay. People that <laughs> mm -hmm. hurt when they are happy tend to have better control on their emotions. Jarrell laughing now. <laughs> he yeah. said people when they're happy. Oh my goodness. Curse words are offensive. Period. Okay, first of all, it's not curse, it's cuss. Cuss? <laughs> well, cursing is when you're actually putting they a hand on somebody. So, profanity. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now we can go with that, but it's not cursing. <laughs> okay, so cuss words for the sake of Frederick. <laughs> well, as we or as we learned how or as, or as we learned when we were little bad words. Bad words. <laughs> he said bad, bad words. Word. He said bad words. I was told if it's in the Bible, it's not a cuss word. So bad words. They are actually acronyms, but that's 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 another show. Yeah, yeah, that's another show. We're no, you talking about fornication and the consideration of the king. That's that's well, a particular difference. Huh? I didn't say the word you did. <laughs> I'm just letting you know we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I'll take it there too. Shit. Right. Ship high in transit. <laughs> well, I mean, anyway, all right. Yeah. Back to, okay. I was asking. These were emotional outbursts, Roz. That was, that was, that was emotional right there. You see what I'm saying? That, that, that was. Yeah. It right. was. <laughs> Jarrell says autocorrect changed it from cuss. <laughs> it did. It's yeah. not in the dictionary. <laughs> Y'all making me laugh today. I really needed that. My emotions yes, were kind of jacked up. Yes, you did. <laughs> For y'all that just told me, hey, look, let me tell y'all something real quick. Now, this is the funny thing. 
today's show is, is about emotional control. There were some things that just weren't going right for RE today. And so those extraterrestrial forces that cannot be seen was putting her to the test and getting her ready for what we talking about today. Because you should have seen the look on her face when, when, when the technical difficulties was happening. These were emotions. These were emotions that she actually did very well to suppress. So emotional control. It went. This was a very good illustration for those that didn't get to see what happened. But this is exactly what we're talking about, being able to have emotional control or what I like to call spirit control. Yeah. That's good. That That is very good. You have anything to say on that, Frederick? Well, let's say I get really upset and decide to throw my phone across the room. Oh, what I wanted to do. Okay. Okay, so now I got to pay for another phone. I can't use the phone that I just destroyed. So nine times out of ten, I wouldn't say suppress your emotions, but control would be the more operative word or self-discipline. Yeah, self-discipline. And what you and let me let me piggyback off what you just said. One of the key elements too is what you just got, you know, what you just got through saying. You say, okay, I throw this phone and now I can't use the phone. And uh, you ever see one of them things in the movies where they show you like somebody talking, they got two people in the room and like, they, they got this one person and they talking and the other person looking at the other person and all of a sudden in the movie you see them jumping on and they beating the crap out of their ass and they just beating them up and you like, oh, oh, and then all of a sudden they flash back and like none of that shit ever happened. Like they yeah. like it, it never happened. It's like but so yeah. you saw what they wanted to do versus what they were doing. So oh, you're talking about impulse control. <laughs> impulse control, <laughs> emotions, they tie in together. So it's like if you're able to so the thing about it is is you have to think about okay, what's the aftermath? You have to kind of use your you have to kind of use your time skip ability. And, and well, I, just, I say time skip ability because you have because you do know what certain actions will yield. What's the consequences on them actions that you're gonna take? So if I sit up here like like for instance, you sitting up here going through, you feeling something crazy. I'm have to go through this one because a lot of people have probably encountered this. So you feeling something crazy in your relationship? You know, you get a little bit of evidence. Or maybe you go through Bay Phone and you see something. Mm. Mm. And then you see something that's like, so the impulse, the first, that heart start beating a little faster or whatever. And then, so you start thinking that the first thing that you want to do is, okay, let me get at this person real quick and start asking these questions. But if you sit up there and you actually think and take the time to think, now if I do this, what's going, if I do this, if I throw her phone across the room, I'm really not going to find out what I really want to find out because I already know that they probably ain't going to tell me or whatever. So if you think about the, the most logical thing to do, you use your little skip, your little time skip tactic and figure out what's the best thing to do. Then it'll help you. Uh, it, it'll help you control that emotion a little bit because if you don't want this type of reaction, then you won't act accordingly you know you won't throw that phone across the room because if i do then i can't bring these <laughs> records up if i damage the phone i lose the evidence so if you take our time to think about that and and, and and think about the outcome then that'll help a little bit with your spirit control and so that actually take us back to because we did a segment called emotionalism emotionalism versus rationalism and like you said consequences for and repercussions for them actions um Quick interjection here. 
Frederick, Jarrell says you're busy on Lowe's.com. The new Sandblaster just dropped. I'm going to need you to stop shopping. <laughs> I wasn't shopping. I was just looking. <laughs> I'm going to need you to stop shopping. Okay. And, and then plus I was looking at a compressor, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to need some emotional control. You need to control your excitement on these new toys you're looking at. Hey, but on some hey, but on but on some real stuff though, but on some real stuff, if you really think about how your emotions are actually tied into your health, your everyday and overall health, your your mental health, that your spiritual is. health, That's where I want your to go physical health. If you really think about that, if you how much more important? How much more important is it for you to be healthy in the arena, of, you know, to be healthy in the arena of life? You know what I mean. So, if you can, if you can figure, you know, if you can kind of think about that, meditate on it, which I believe is a better, which I believe is one of the greatest tactics. Meditate on the things around you. Now, What's what about when what there's no time for all of that? When there, when you don't have, if you're in the heat of the moment. Okay, clamp you're it. in the, what did you say, Frederick? Clamp it, clamp it when you ain't got no time to react, and you know the next thing you're about to do is about to be stupid. Shut your mouth and don't. And, hey, <laughs> I, 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 I agree, you know, it, I, I, I agree with that, but like I, but, but like I always go back to it from personal, you know, from a personal, uh, personal experience, you're always in training. Just because you're not I was feeling, just, that yeah, yeah, you're always in training. Just because, just because you haven't experienced certain things or certain somebody else has, like if you sit up and you watch how somebody else does something, you can be like, okay, you know what? That's not the thing to do. Now, how can I make it to where I won't fall into that same uh, fall for those same consequences and in, in, in certain things? And you know, it's also about looking at your weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? So. If you look at your weaknesses and try to figure out ways to bolster those weaknesses up so that, you know, or maybe even avoid circumstances that might cause them triggers, that'll help too. That's one of the best things. Avoid circumstances that may cause triggers. There you go. So says you don't have to attend every argument you're invited to. Now, I, I okay, totally that, is, that is so true. That is so true. However, uh, a conversation, just a, a conversation can turn in turn left where yeah. it feels like it's an argument when it's really not an argument. And that has a lot to do with emotions. Well, yeah, because conversation is two part. You can always disengage. <clears throat> you can always disengage. Yeah, like turning your back on a bad dream. I hear you. Shh, that don't work. <laughs> I don't turn my back on bad dreams. I overpower them. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm saying so, to ones that to, to the ones that are not inclined to say that 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 take that control. You know, then again, that's another uh, conversation. But to yeah, you know, to ones that ain't ready for that, you know, you turn your back on and yeah. okay, walking away is not always a good thing, though. It's not. What he say? Why not? Okay. When you walk away from a conversation because you're feeling some type of way, <laughs> which is vague, <laughs> <laughs> I 
because you feel in some type of way, you really need to be addressing why you're feeling some type of way. There may be some truth to what's being said, and you're just at that point where you're in denial. Well, if you can stay in there and remain and getting triggered more ain't going to help you either. Okay, give 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 the audience some feedback on how to deal with that. Well, it's like uh, my new job that I'm on. Uh, part of that job comes with cleaning. Mm -hmm. And when I first got there, I was like, man, I've been doing this for 25 years. Nobody's ever asked me to clean. And I got a little prideful about it, which scared me because I'm not supposed to have pride. That's something that got beat out of me. And as far as I was concerned, I had conquered. But then as they hit me with that, then I realized that I hadn't conquered Jack. <laughs> I might have, you know, matured a little bit. I might have gained some ground here and there. But all you need is the right trigger to show you that you ain't as mature or as in control as you think you are. And so as uh, I'm doing this, I'm putting myself in check. I'm humbling myself if I've trained myself to do. So I'm feeling better about it. My emotions are going down because I'm doing that thing. I'm attacking that thing, which I hate. So I'm doing it knowing that it's the right thing to do regardless of how I feel about it. Because when you do something that you know you should do, regardless of how you feel about it, your emotions will catch up and come back online. Now, what happened was, I'd say like a week later, I thought I had it under control again. <laughs> because, huh. you know, I'd humbled myself. My emotions had caught up. I was feeling okay about it. And I was like, okay, I don't like it. I don't love it. But I can deal with it. I was able to smile and play little mental jokes with myself. But then I'm walking through the break room and we get into a con I get into a conversation with one of the other guys and he's like, uh, I was like, dude, why are y'all like throwing the stuff over there? You know, you guys should clean up behind yourself. He's like, you in maintenance, that's what you're supposed to do. And I just went from one to 20. <laughs> okay, so we have some comments. I need, I need to address these. Okay, so we're gonna start with Jarrell. Jarrell says, losing control in an argument is fear afraid to argue, afraid of repercussions, afraid of truth, confidence is needed. Not always true. Because sometimes you can lose control because you fear what you might do. And it has absolutely nothing to do with losing <laughs> or anything else. It's the fact that maybe this person isn't even worth engaging. Because I'm talking, that's like the situation I was talking about. You got this guy over here and I'm on a higher level but because he sees me doing this thing that I never had to do before, it rose up my little trigger level a little bit when he said what he said. But eventually, I ended up even raising my voice and starting to get a little bit out of hand, and I had to stop myself. Sometimes fear of you screwing yourself over is the best fear. Okay. Rochelle said taking a breather does help before the conversation escalates. Okay, that I can get with that. Um, she actually has two comments. We'll get to that in a minute. Now, Leroy says, sometimes when a person finds themselves in an emotional bind from negativity, a person must do as Frederick suggested. He or her must examine themselves to see if they're at fault. Now, if, they, if the said individual is at fault, how fast can he or she forgive them? Hold on. He, man, he got a paragraph. Hold on. Wait a minute. This, <laughs> I, I got to explain. Okay, <laughs> he or she forgive themselves for what they have said or done, and then one must seek forgiveness from the other involved party. That's but if, okay, but if the other involved, but if the other party was at fault, he or she must come to the same realization. 
it's up to it's up for the person who wasn't <laughs> hold on wasn't in fault to be patient with the individual until he or she is emotionally resolved man that's right there is in a nutshell what i usually always talk about that goes back to that one uh that goes back to the one episode we had that kind of deals with the art of forgiveness yeah the person that he said that the one that was not at fault has to be patient and that's mm -hmm. something you know sometimes that's that's what i usually tell a lot of people i, I tell uh you know i tell friends if somebody did something to you they wronged you in a certain way. You have to kind of find your peace in it. And, you know, you think about what it is. Okay, you know, they did this to me. You know, deep down inside, when you show yourself, when you find that truth within yourself, that you didn't do anything to cause it, and it was really just a misunderstanding, a misunderstanding, but the other person is bullheaded and don't want to listen. And you didn't have anything to do. You, you were not the catalyst to that. To, to that misunderstanding you actually I, I totally agree with what Leroy said you have to have that patience give them time to finally come to themselves and come full circle with themselves because at the end of the day at the end of the day that was something wrong with them you that has nothing to do with you anymore okay what happens if you're the one that did it like with my scenario he triggered me he it was unintentional on his part because of something that I was dealing with at that time. And when I noticed that my, I raised my voice, I immediately stopped the whole conversation and just walked away. Because that I probably knew, wasn't in your character. Well, huh. yeah. I mean, the main thing was, first of all, he didn't do anything to incur my wrath. This was something that, that was an internal thing with me that I was So did you go back and apologize since you were the one at fault? He never even knew that it happened. I mean, once I raised my voice, he's like, well, talk to him. And he dropped the whole subject. I turned around and walked away because I knew that I was getting out of character. Okay, Rochelle says, you have to remember that when people are having a conversation, each person is looking at the other person's body language and nonverbal cues. And that plays a large part in how they respond during the course of the conversation. Not always, because I hardly ever look people in their eyes when I speak to them. People that are just out there in the world, most of them are evil, and I can see it. Therefore, I don't. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you don't need those. So sometimes people, you know, it's, it's it's certain things and encounter certain things. People look at are, are more versed in. Some people are more versed in body language. Some people are more versed in verbal enunciation, and 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 word usage, and. Then, like you said, he said, like Fred said, Fred said he can see it. Some people just really go off of that aura and feel that energy. You know, you this is, or you meant to say this, or you meant to do. But at the end of the day, you know, you still need to have that. Go ahead. What you gonna say? No, no, no. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Because, because at the end of the day, you still like, you still have to have that. That's still, if you don't get that confirmation from that person is if they really meant this or really meant that at the end of the day you still just guessing and it's still just speculation on what they meant so you still have to be like look just so that i know we're clear or look just so i don't misunderstand you or hey look you just you know what yep. i needed to cool down but i want to come back to you and say you know come back to you on another day and be like hey you know yesterday you said such and such and such I wanted to know now that it was really cleared the air a little. I wanted to know 
what did you actually mean by that? So if you can come up and sit up and say about what you meant by that, then we can go from there because me reading your body language ain't a hundred percent indication on what it is you said. Right there is what I wanted when when she's saying the body language and on the the cues that 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 should not even be part of the of what you're taking in because me personally you have a master's degree in that shit and still be like matter of fact look i'm gonna give you a, i'm gonna give you a, a perfect i'm gonna give you a perfect example i used to have this job at foley's and this this dude came out the same class that i was in and this dude he 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 was shoplifting, but I didn't know. You know, I, I don't pass judgment on everybody or check everybody what it is they do. So dude comes up to the register, right? And he making a return. Okay, you making a return. I follow procedure about the return or whatever and all this, 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 and that. And so he, you know, I return the clothes and give him what he need to give and he gone on about his business. 10, 15 minutes later, I'm walking around or whatever, and then I'm noticing this same, I'm noticing this dude always in the vicinity that I'm in. And so mm. Did he so so you know I'm like I wonder why this dude is this so I go on this little break and I go outside and the dude come outside too, and I'm like okay this is loss prevention, so all the while I'm like okay maybe so he asked me say come with me and he talk to you I'm like all right cool so deep down I'm like well you know I ain't did nothing so I'll go talk to you or whatever so this dude is up here he takes me up there to the to the main guy and he gets all on his uh he, he you know he get on his John Gotti shit this interrogation shit like. Like, like, like he law and order or some shit. And he like, okay, well, the uh, next few minutes is going to determine whether you this, this, this. And now I'm sitting up here. Okay, hold up. So he shows me this video about the guy and then and about about my about the guy, the co-worker or whatever, what he did and what he did after that. I didn't see none of what he did after that. I was just saying, okay, I'm helping him out because he had a return. This dude going to sit up and say, you see right here, what are you nervous about? You, 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 you picking your fingernails. You bite. I always bite my fingernails. I've always bit my fingernails. That didn't have nothing to do with what it is that 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 you're trying to pick. You don't know me. You don't know my energy or nothing. You're going off of common euphemisms of what they taught you about. This is what it means when they do this. 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 Some people but that's just the nervous. Same thing. What Shell was saying, it's not just the eyes. You look at their stance, how their arms are placed, the feeling, or or they're emanating. And that's what we're saying. You cannot judge what a person is trying to convey based on eyes. And, you know, I may fold my arms. People say that's a defense mechanism. To me, I'm comfortable, damn it. <laughs> you know, that <laughs> don't mean I'm being defensive. I'm comfortable this way. I fold you know, my arms because okay, I'm listening. I'm ready. Yeah, that it's just so I, I I don't agree with this science body language type thing and people people that run with that and well you you looking this way so you must that means nothing. You may say something or I may have a thought that go through my head and it caught my attention. You never know. You know, so you can I don't believe you should really run with the body language and the Nonverbal cues yeah, because you man. that you means too many misunderstandings and uh, attitudes that's unnecessary. So, but again, this all goes back to emotional control and our day to day interactions with people. You know, uh, Jarrell says confidence in what you do was needed. I guess that was addressed to you, Frederick, in your situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
think I think what that was was when he said that about the whole. Yeah, I think when he was talking. To, well, let me read that comment because uh, uh-huh. let me go back and read that one because I think I remember how it. I remember when it came up. Well, I understand what he's saying, but the problem is yeah, he was just saying losing out. control. And what I was talking about was the guy was not at fault at all. It was something, it was my own inner turmoil that I was Mm -hmm. really dealing with. And that's why I'm thinking he said confidence in what you do was needed. Well, that that had nothing to do with confidence. That was me checking that, uh, that was me checking myself before I did something that I shouldn't have done or said something that I shouldn't have said because this guy didn't even know the onslaught that he was in for had nothing to do with him. He just triggered me off something I was already dealing with. Has nothing to do with confidence. Okay. Yeah. And says that's why so many black people lack control because your preconceived notions will label us criminals anyway. Really? Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, Jarrell had this one post that I said, "I'll be looking at me." If one thing about this, if y'all my friends on Facebook, I pay attention to a lot of the stuff that y'all have up there. Jarrell made this um post where he had like these different characters which were like five characters and all of them was pointing guns at this one character it was like he had ass it was it was like a pokemon picture so that ash in the in the thing but it was like black men and everybody else was pointing guns at black at black men so it was like gay black men women uh police uh americans and like all of that he had he's like at one point in time it feels like that so before you even say anything, most people are already looking at your outer appearance, your euphemisms, and everything else. Some people just got it out for your ass. Like, oh, I'm I don't like the I don't like this shirt. I'm finna eat his ass up. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and just wait for the, the the chink in your armor to go in. And so yeah, so I definitely agree when he sits this up and he said, because your preconceived notions sit up there and label you as what it is. It's a good thing about it is is you got this media. The media sit up there and just paint you on all fronts about all the negative stuff and the cliche things to make you say, okay, I label. That's another reason why I sit up there and tell you. I was telling you the other day, I said, man, you know, I'm so tired of, this is the thing that I'm tired of. I'm tired of, I'm tired of the street music. I'm tired of the movies that every time these movies that come out, they always got us as people. Uh, we, we, we always have to have some type of uh, negative uh, outlook like on Empire. We had Cookie and Lucius. They had a record company. Hold on, they had a record company, right? How come they couldn't just be? How come they couldn't just be somebody that wanted to start the record company? Uh, had like a Jackson Five type origin, and and start the record company. Start off wanting to do the right thing, and then all of a sudden they start seeing the corruption. How come Cookie had to go to jail for seventeen years for this dude? How come it had to be something like that? Just like the movie, uh, the movie, I don't know if y'all seen it, but Project Power. How come Project Power had to be about some pills? And the little and, and, and the black girl that did the lead, she had to she had to make it seem like she was selling some drugs. It's always the doggone perception that we're given in these doggone movies and music that we have. Some I'm sorry, I know I'm probably pissing some of y'all off, but this has to be said. But we sit up here and we get all of these pictures painted about us in the media, the entertainment, and then wonder why stuff is the way it is. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have just found Chosen's trigger. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, he said it like the preconceived notions. Yeah, they're being taught to be able to conceive people like this. Like, you, like, 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 you've never, like, if you've never lived in the hood, 
But all you listen to is NWA and Biggie Smalls and stuff like that. And you, oh, shoot, this sounds like the thing to be. This sounds like, you cannot go, if you live in the suburbs and you don't have, and you don't have nobody on no block, they ain't, they, they ain't selling work or whatever. You cannot go outside 2253 Cherry Blossom Street looking for the ye on that corner because it's just not there. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. So, you, so <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Now, the subject is emotional control. And like I was saying before, and you gave an awesome example of what happens when you have complete confidence and you get triggered. <laughs> hey. So you basically answered the question that Terrell, Terrell put in for me because you, it's not about fear and it's not about confidence. That's just your trigger. <laughs> Glad I could help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were awesome. <laughs> Glad I could help. Because that thing, okay. that thing that triggers you and that gets you going. <laughs> okay, Ari, we're having a problem. I can't hear what you're saying. Are you laughing? I can't hear Ari. Let me see what's going on. Man, I'm not hearing her either. She messed with those earbuds again. Yeah, y'all have to forgive us, man. Do you know the tech, uh, technical technical difficulties is uh trying to act up? This is what hey, are you? This is what you trained for. Hey, this is what you trained for. <laughs> Let me see. Yep. If I, let me go ahead and address one of these, uh, one or two of these uh, comments real quick. Okay. Uh, let me see. So if you, what you do, we already got to that one. All right. That's why so many. Okay. He that was the last thing he said. But uh, yeah. But that I guess I guess you could say that was my trigger because Jarrell made that 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 point right there. So why so many black people uh, lack control? It's like I mean, uh, certain things trigger like that stuff right there triggers me because it's like okay, you. You want this and you want that, but but you but you steady, but you continue to do otherwise. You continue to feed into and fall for uh, the same thing that's being that 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 you keep falling into the traps. You keep yeah, but I the whole point of emotional control. Now you knowing that that's one of your triggers. I can say like chosen, stay on course. We still on emotional control. Not how black people get misidentified. True. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a little touchy. But there y'all go. Like I said. But you drew my point though. <laughs> once you get triggered and you, you, you got your flow. Now the thing about you is I can tell that you're really mature with controlling your emotions because you will vent it out in such a way that okay, people understand where you're coming from, but at the same time you're not losing emotional control. Yeah. So one thing again that help that happens. I mean, one thing that helps with that, like you know, or with, with those triggers that you can see. Sometimes when people go off like that, it's like, why is this joker not getting it? Why are you not getting it? Why are you not understanding? Or is it that hard? Like all of those things are said in, in, in your mind to yourself, and then it can it can it can help. It can contribute to you losing that control and being like. God darn it, two plus two is four. Like, yeah, I understand. That's what I mean. Everybody yeah. got a trigger. And 
I don't care who you are and how much control you have, everybody's got a trigger. Yep, it's like uh, when I was young and I almost drowned. And for years, if you like, if you were playing with water guns or something, you sprayed me in the face, you was expecting a beat down because I'm coming at you. I would get triggered and see red and just come at you. Mm -hmm. But you I mean, have to still continue to train yourself to be able to, you know, avoid, you know, the action that you don't want to take. So having that emotional control is like, okay, once again, you know, we'll go back to uh, being able to use your time skip ability to say, okay, what is going to be the outcome of this? So it's like if you get mad and, 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 and I see a pyramid in a public place and because this person says something, I'm going to punch this dude in the face. What if dude press charges? Yeah. What if you the victim of that? And what if this, this is one thing that helped me a little bit too with emotional control. I always look at some, sometimes I look at this person trying to bait me to do something. So if I look yeah, up and I'm sitting up here like, if I'm saying, okay, this person sees that I got this and got this and I got this under control and, 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 and I got this going for me. What if they don't like me that much that they willing to take this beat down, they willing to take this punch in the face just so they can, be the catalyst just so what they said and me doing what I do be the catalyst of my own undoing. And then when I go back to sit up and then, let's say, on. yeah, when I walk, you know, whenever I do, if I, if I do act on that and I'm done and I done, I done created my downfall and they come up to me and they say, well, this was your, this was, Hey, I never said you had to hit me in the face. You could have yeah. walked away, but because you didn't, then you beat me up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's another thing that I said. I mean, that's what my happened? first rule. Ain't nobody worth my freedom. Thank you. There it is. And that, and that's and that's and I think that okay, you know how you, you know how um, uh, I go to I go to this one, Karate Kid. You know how Daniel said wanted to learn karate. Daniel wanted to learn karate from Mr. Miyagi. He showed up every day, wax on, wax off, sand the flow, and all this and this, and he just felt like, okay, when is you gonna teach me this stuff, man? When's you gonna teach me the real deal stuff? And see, he blew up on him, and then he was realizing that he was learning while he was, you know, the lesson that he didn't think he was learning, he was learning all along. So if you continue to train your mind and your meditation to be like, uh, you know, to to act, when you start training, you start thinking about those things like what you shouldn't do in certain situations and what yeah, they become, they they begin to be second nature. So by yeah. the time you, yeah. That, go ahead, go ahead. Becomes, that, that becomes an automatic reaction. Like, that's what, yes, yes. And so mm -hmm. that's what you want. You want automatic reactions to certain given things. But like you said, you have to train yourself to do these things. Yep, so you train one of the to do that. exercises that I would employ is I would go through something that I did wrong, and I would go through that, go through that whole scenario again, and I was like, I should have done this. And I would mentally cue myself, next time I will respond like this. Next time I will respond like that. Next time I will respond like this. Like you mm -hmm. said, capability. So I, I can't go back and change what I've done, but for the future, I can uh, gear my brain to respond in the way that I should for the next occurrence. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I like the way you said that because that's one of the things that I do all the time. I sit out there and I'll mentally project my next move. I screwed up this time, but next time I'm going to react this way. Next time I'm going to react like this because that's the way I should react. Mm -hmm. 
So, Jarrell, if uh, yeah, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry about that, Fred. So, Jarrell, if you're still with us, I'm going back over your uh, um, your comment. And there's one you had five minutes ago. Uh, we are unable to have confidence in our safety because we are hated for no damn reasons. It, that, that that can definitely be a trigger because knowing yeah. that you harbor that every day, knowing that that's shown to you on a constant, it's it's the one thing that's embedded in 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 in, in your thought process. Yeah, that right there is like a oh, real big. Yeah, so it's like, mm -hmm. go ahead, go ahead. That should be the main catalyst for self control. If you know that everything is set up against you. If you know that everything is set up to get you to react in such a way so that you destroy yourself, then the last thing you want to do is lose emotional control. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so either way it goes, you still have to have it, especially if everything is set against us. Then you really yeah. have to employ those techniques. Then you really need to know what you're doing before you react out of impulse. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So... It, it, you know, it's it's one of those things that you you know it's a it's a lot that goes goes along with um, emotional control. So I I mean I want to put like some bullet points out there and to kind of start up the wrap up for the show. Thank y'all for tuning in uh, for you know for for the day and um, hopefully hopefully y'all got out what y'all needed to get out of what we was conveying. But the the thing is this man. One of the keys that I think everybody should learn is, you know, just pay attention to the things around you. Make sure you hone in on your character. Whenever there's things that go against your character, train yourself to let go of the things that's going to be counterproductive to who you are. So, for instance, if you, <laughs> so for instance, if you the type of person that you know that you don't like to use a lot of profane words and you don't like to, uh, to, to, to say certain things, and it goes again. If you know that it's something that goes against your character, you know, train your, try to train yourself through exercises. How can you avert that? See yourself in the light that you know that you need to see yourself in. And it, it, sometimes, sometimes circumstances can't be avoided. But like I said, resort to your time skip uh, <laughs> ability. Take a right. look into the future for that, for, for how those things usually play out. And look at, once again, look at the, um, the actions of others and see how those consequences and repercussions um, play out because you can't because you, you can't all the time take the outlook of, oh, that happened with them. Oh, that happened with them. That ain't gonna happen with me. It's the same thing. If you cut a light switch on and, 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 and all the circuits is flowing and, and as soon as you open that conduit for that electricity, that light's gonna come on. If the circuits, if the, if the, if the, con, if the conduction and something is off and you try to cut the light switch on, it's not gonna come on. First thing you're gonna figure out, first thing you're gonna figure out is the first thing you're gonna think about why that light didn't come on is oh, the the bulb is out. That's the first common thing. So that's the first thing you're gonna check. So that's how you have to do with your own self being. You know, have to do with your own being. You gotta figure out, okay, I know this gets me heated. What happened the last time I acted on this? Okay, let's go back and not do this. Let's try this. Let's try something else. You know, so being the fact that I think I had another comment. Let me look and see what this comment is before we got nine minutes, y'all. But uh, we, you know, we gonna, you know, you know how we do. We are gonna keep it rolling. We are gonna keep it going with the um, uh, with y'all comments and everything. 
let me find this. Okay, let me see. It's not on here. It's probably on this one. No, it's not on that one. Let me hey, while you're looking that up, then let me address uh, the one thing. Go ahead. Okay, so when you're in a situation, and like Chosen said, you're looking at your surrounding, you're minding your surroundings, and you, you know that you're getting ready, you're talking to these people, and you can feel when something is about to escalate, when it's about to get worse, you, you can always tell. I mean, the best thing to do, if you know it's not going to go anywhere, if you know that it's going to go somewhere wrong, if you know it's not important to you, leave it alone, walk away, dismiss yourself, disengage. Because what like Jarrell said, we got everybody against us as it is. The last person on this planet that I need to be warring against myself is me. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to be doing something that's going to harm me because I'm dealing with somebody that's of no consequence to me whatsoever. Yeah. If there's no consequence and you don't need to deal with them, disengage. Mm -hmm. Jarrell, you know, Jarrell said, fight when necessary, not from emotional positions. Correct. About it. Once again, the martial arts, the first thing they teach you in martial arts is never fight when you're angry. There you go. Never fight when you're angry. So, because you definitely you and you can't even hit your target because you're not focused. Mm -hmm. You just kind of knock your head off with one punch instead of actually looking for the vital points and looking for their weaknesses. You're too busy trying to overcome them and overpower them. Mm -hmm. And then, once again, it goes back to what I was saying. You never know. It was probably their their plan to get you off balance anyway. That's yeah. that's how you kind of have to look at it. You kind of have to look at it from 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 that aspect. From well, they're trying to get me to do this. You don't want to fall for that trap. Well, that's but how Rand got Sugar Ray Leonard in that one movie, and he came and he attacked his wife and he insulted him because he knew he couldn't deal with his speed and his quickness. So he wanted him to fight mm -hmm. him toe to toe. And the only way to get him to fight him toe-to-toe -to -toe was to seriously disrespect his wife, seriously disrespect him as a man. So now Sugar Ray, instead of using his speed and his agility and just outboxing this guy, now he's trying to go power for power with him, and it didn't work. So they standing toe-to-toe, -to -toe and old boy won because he, might, he took his mind first. <laughs> so the question and the answer, hmm, what, happened to make me, what happened to make me feel this way? What happened to make... You know, to uh, to make you feel this way, to get the to get to the point that we are about to lose control of these emotions. That's the thing that you really want to ask yourself whenever you face with 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 uh, any kind of any any kind of dilemma dealing with humans. True, but you got to think about one thing: in every situation you've ever been in, you can feel your emotions start to rise. You can feel that anger start to rise and come up. It's, it builds and back builds and it comes stronger and stronger and stronger. Your job is to catch it before it even gets out of hand. So if you know your emotions are starting to get triggered, you're starting to get angry, disengage. Yeah. Okay. Don't ever let it get to the point to where you want to get physical. All right. So on that note, the last note basically and to, to wrap it all up, it's, it's all about making sure that you have to take a look at the impact of your emotions. And that's pretty much the key thing that it all comes back to, the impact. What is it going to net me? What is the, the outcome going to be? Is it going to, is it, is it the catalyst to my ruin? Am I the orchestrator of my ruin? So this is what you got to think about. And we're going to end the show 
on that note right there. So what I want to say is thank y'all for tuning in. On behalf of RE, thank you for watching Coffee and Convo with RE and Chosen. My special guest, Frederick Sparkman. Y'all tune in with us next week. And we're going to hit y'all with some more jewels, man. We're going to drop some more good stuff on y'all. All right? Peace. Later Fred, on. Anything you had to say before I say before I say peace, you don't have to redo the peace. Anything you, you already you already covered it. You pretty much covered it. We don't need to 